on a disgustingly wet and miserable 14 degree evening. Seems colder in the Steel City. We're back. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, sports fans. Good evening. It's damp. <laughs> it's damp. Damp out. The continuing soap opera, which is uh, the National Basketball Association, Gavin, took yet another twist this week uh, in the finals. Narrative, narrative, narrative. Yes, uh, the internet be going nuts, as um, Paul Wall, <laughs> the Texas rapper, once said. It just, yeah, it never ends, does it? It's... Twists, turns, whoa. To be fair, could have seen the KD twist coming. Yeah, we'll come on to uh, Game 5 uh, in a minute and weigh in, uh, like the rest of the world seems to have done, on uh, who's to blame. And, who's uh, to blame. Who's in the wrong and, uh, yeah, who's and all in the that. Wrong. Uh, not that it means anything. Um, but since we were last on air, three games we recorded last Wednesday, so it was, if you can hear the rain, we're, um, uh, yeah, if you can hear this miserable weather, we're uh, yeah, pitter-pattering on the roof of... Uh, the studio here at Pick and Roll Towers. That's how miserable the weather is. It's uh, absolutely lagging June. it down uh, in the middle of June. Um, we digress. Um, yeah, game three was last Wednesday uh, after we recorded um, the Warriors losing um, without Clay Thompson and Kevin Looney. Um, got their asses handed to them, really, um, in game three uh, by the Raptors, who took a 2 1 lead. Yeah. The tenth different starting lineup it was. Of, uh, of the playoffs for the Warriors, which kind of tells you what a struggle it's been for them. Uh, just trying to find able bodies, really. They've not played in the Oracle for 20 days, which seemed ridiculous at that point, um, with the layoffs we mentioned last time and stuff. Yeah, and, it's um, this whole full, two full days. They just got thoroughly outplayed, didn't they, um, in that one? I don't know if you remember this game. If you, yeah, if you can remember a like week all ago. All the starters, all the Toronto starters weighed in after we were talking about it doesn't seem unreasonable to expect 15 each from Lowry and yeah they're just a lot deeper and that's kind of been the case hasn't it over over the series um yeah the Warriors kind of did well to stick around in the first half um just mainly thanks to Curry and um they just Danny Green at a couple of back-to-back threes I think down in the third and he put the Raptors up by about 15 and um and hit another silly one. I think he went like six for ten in that game, didn't he? In there, saying why would why was he sleeping on Danny Green early? Like he's got the big game chops. He's kind of feast or famine, though, isn't he? I mean, he's if you look at his numbers, he's probably one of the best three point shooters in the history of the finals. He's, yeah, he yeah, did he's this up at the there Spurs, at like you know what I mean? six or seven for all time. But yeah, he's one of them. He can go six for ten, or he can go like zero for three. He's he can kind defend of, when he's not though. He's not yeah. like a full. He's not a total loss on both ends. No, if no he's absolutely. Not contributing yeah. I think he's he a really good defender. Kind of an under underrated part of that uh, the Rosen trade which looks yeah, yeah, more lopsided by the day doesn't it it's um, I mean you're never going to get full value for someone like that who wants to leave but um, yeah they made out like bandits at the end didn't they whether he stays or not you know the kind of payoff is if you win a championship it was absolutely worth it wasn't it um, yeah well if it wasn't it seems you could prove that too yeah Curry had the uh, sort of 47 points and just had to carry the load didn't he without Thompson um, but Remarkable numbers, really, and an amazing performance just to, you know, actually get the space to put put that many points up when yeah. you're the only player there that are actually focusing on stopping. It's, um, it's It says a lot about how good he is, but just nobody else came through, did they, really? Um, I think Green sort of got sort of 17 points and Iggy cracked but 11, but no one's putting up double figures. No. Uh, it, it's going to be a struggle, isn't it, to just replace Durant's numbers and stuff, um, obviously. It's um, like stopping the Rockets. 
You've got one, if you know what I mean, when everything's all around one heavy player so much, you've yeah. got to make teams with no real plan B resort to a plan B, which yeah. gets a bit difficult. Boogie Cousins struggled again in that game. He's just really struggled at home, which is weird for the Warriors. To uh, be fair, but, but one Boogie Cousins played how much basketball in two years now, if you know what I mean, or so. Like, yeah. very much. This whole thing doesn't bode well for the Kevin Durant injury, which we'll come on to, obviously. <laughs> obviously, quite slightly different sort of builds and types of players. But, um, yeah, just too many turnovers again for the Warriors in that one. Um, missing Clay Thompson's defence as well. Uh, just allowed the Raptors just to get to the uh, sort of got the shots they wanted at will, really. Yeah, I mean, they never gave up, the Warriors. They were kind of... Curry's diving on the floor at the end and stuff. It was just... You never really felt they were going to win that one, did you? It was, uh... No, no. They're a proud outfit and they trying to... Well, Steph Curry tried to show that, if you know what I mean. That he's... Oh, he's had an amazing finals, Curry, really. Just the numbers he's putting up and just the the effort. Him and Thompson and the way they played, you know, if they do lose, which looks likely, uh, it's not going to be because of them too, is it? They've, they've definitely no. fucking showed up. But... no. Yeah. It's, just, it's, well, when Thompson's not there, then every, the, everybody else can take a step back yeah. off their man. Well, even if KD's because, not because there. Because they're going to be daring, like, Iggy to shoot. They're daring Draymond Green yeah. to shoot. Um, so the whole defence collapses. It makes it much, much harder, as you say, for Steph to yeah. even get anything like to the lane. Yeah. But. Was it that game where the... Um, did you see the thing where Cal Larry piled into the crowd and uh, there was a dude, apparently he's one of the Warriors... Minority yeah. owners, and fucking was. just shoved him. And just stuff. shoved him. What's all that about? Just shoved what him. Fucking dick. I don't know. Seemed enraged about something. I don't know what. Yeah. How dare you in- <laughs> encroach on my fucking evening's entertainment or something? I don't know. And people carry it over the line, isn't it? Yeah. People carry it over I the mean, line, and the sad thing about that is that nowhere else, no other sport, really, do you get to be so close to the athletes yeah. that you can get one of their asses in your face yeah. if you know what I mean, and the chance to sue for for a, <laughs> for a life changing amount of money. I don't think you're going to be able to sue. I don't know. Yeah. I think you sort of pay your money, you take your chances, yeah. don't you? Uh, but yeah, that was just but it, quite unsavoury. Um, very, very unsavoury. <laughs> Very, very unsavoury. Yeah. And it seems unlikely, like Kyle Lowry said he said something, and it seems unlikely that a, a bloke as big as Kyle Lowry is going to get that bothered by just a push on the arse. Fair play to him. He really, so, he really sort of handled that quite well, Kyle Lowry. I think yeah. if that had been Russell Westbrook, we could have seen, uh, I don't know, it could have got, could have got quite nasty, you know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, not good. Um, uh, not well, good did get, he get like banned from sitting in his seat for a year. Yeah. Which, and a half a million dollar fine. Yeah, which is quite fucking hefty. No matter how compared much to what they got. find yeah, yeah. some of the players, <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Uh... Yeah, comp- compared to what they find some of the players. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, they came down pretty hard on him, which and rightly so. You can't go fucking no, totally. You know, you know chucking your weight around. No totally, but I think a lot of that is partly down to the the yeah the, the Toronto Drake line crossing. Oh, got him again. Did you see? That was Look, quite I, I just think I think that's that's crossed the line with like. People, yeah. people who are that rich, they can sit there, feel like they're in talking a to... spud. Did you see him coming out of the arena uh, after Game Five? Kind of no. like I just someone had put a thing on Twitter about it. He was like coming out of the arena, like past the fans, as though he'd been playing in the game, like sort of you know really disappointed, and you're like giving dap to the fans. It's like you're not a fucking play, dipshit. What are yeah. you doing? It's like you you're not part of the game. Like what? Fuck off with this. Ah, just. There was a funny moment as well where uh, in that game as well, he sort of Kawhi Leonard was coming in as a sub and the fucking Spud tried to sort of give him some dap as yeah. he was going. He just totally ignored him and just walked. But it was like, 
that whole, you know, we'll, we'll lose your hanging quite, I don't know, it's quite funny, but yeah, he's, I've had enough of him, uh, as we alluded to <laughs> yes. on the last part. Yes, well, it's, 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 it's not a good asterisk to have against anything you do, is it, Raptors? Come on. No. You've tried to move away from the silly, silly cartoon dinosaur, so move away from yeah. the silly cartoon fan. They rebooted the uh, 99% Invisible pod about the... Uh, the Barney jersey and stuff this week. Did you notice? No, yeah, no. yeah, they kind of had a new twist to it and stuff. Game four was, um, yeah, another Raptors win at the Oracle. Um, Warriors sort of were up at half time and then. Didn't see that coming. Raptors. Didn't see the Warriors losing both in Oakland. Absolutely stomped on them. Uh, Clay was back, obviously, and played quite well, but um, put 37 on them in the fourth. Yeah. And um, I think 67 points second half, which is. Pretty much as good as you can ever play against the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I know their defense is not quite the level it used to be, and because of injuries and stuff. But to put sixty-seven on the Warriors uh, in their building in the finals, it's, it shows you yeah, doing no, something it was right. And, uh, it was yeah. shocking. Um, they, they, yeah, just stomped, stomped the shit out of them. Really, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you never felt like they were in that game. And I think as off. well that because a lot of the Warriors, like, like people act like thingy, but what out of that arena, maybe. Three or four thousand of them, maybe at best, ever turned out to see With Stephen diehards, Jackson yeah, and Baron yeah. Davis. So a, a lot of that fan base has become accustomed. Yeah, I, I think, they were strangely quiet as well. Yes, well that's the of, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That it's like it's well, like you've only ever seen them winning. Yes, and just chanting. Just don't know what yeah, to do. Yeah. They don't yeah, know how to back yeah, a side yeah. because a load of them turn up. Feeling sort of and expecting that that win. Yeah, it's like kind of Man United in the early two thousands kind of vibe, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's just like oh, I attach myself to this sort of vehicle that you know makes me feel good about myself or whatever. I don't know. It's yeah, just, well, that's what did I get into sports yeah, for? Yeah, what did yeah. I get into sports for? Some people get into it for the, that sense of a vicarious victory. You can hear it when they say like, "We won, we, we, did we." Yeah, if you know what I, mean. I know what you mean. That's I didn't see you yeah. setting screens out there, mate. Yeah, you know, I know what I mean. Like, it's like, like that, some people that could just be a slip themselves. of the tongue, and you know, we, you know, we, everyone's guilty of that to an extent. Do you know what I mean? But um, I, I know where you're coming from. Mm. Um, but but some people do that, and rather than and so we all do that. We all lend ourselves. So if if the reason you're then attaching yourself particularly to a franchise, unless it's for straight homer reasons, which most people should be. If yeah, I mean, really, basketball's a strange one for yeah. us because we don't we don't live in the States. It's kind of like, it's pointless. I mean, I, I didn't really particularly not, support, like, well, support a team when I first started watching like basketball. It's not like every city has a, yeah. every city has a team, is it? So no. it's not even like every no. state has a team. So mm. there's people from all over the place who pick a team for a reason. If you know, they're like I mean. a particular player or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. just they're like, yeah, the Kobe jerseys. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, so the warriors have obviously, Hoovered up that sort of floating fan base. Any any new adopters in the last what five years? A lot of that's kids and stuff, yeah, Korean yeah, stuff yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. But also just other people who, as interest has come in or have maybe got themselves back into things. It's been a weird time because it's, it's kind of San Francisco. If you've been there, it's kind of become this sort of tech hub and a very sort of nouveau rich, gentrified. Not gentrified. Mm. That's probably not the right word because it's. It, I mean, there was, you know, certain areas there which probably not desirable as for, for a long as time. They are Arsenal, now, like but, um, but it, of it's kind of it. The timing's kind of been weird, hasn't it? It's kind of as San Francisco's become this kind of playground for the sort of wealthy, sort of young people. It's kind of it's coincided with the Warriors' sort of rise, hasn't it, over the last few years or so? So you've it's just got a reputation as of that kind of 
bandwagoning team. If it, you yeah. know, for well, lack of, lack in, of a better word, in footballing words. parlance, it, it yeah. all went fucking quiet over there. That's yeah, like it the all went fucking London. quiet yeah. over there. Yeah. Like it, 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 it did. Yeah, like the yeah, air yeah. went out. When they the went, or- oh, the Oracle, yeah, yeah. The air went out the Oracle, but I mean, it's, it's like for a while, I, I knew lots of people who got into football in their in their early to mid twenties and gravitated towards Arsenal because they were playing the best football under Thierry Henry. Mentioning their names. Like we all know, me and uh, well, just no. It's it just like, I knew lots of people in no. London because that's where I lived. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of people did gravitate to that. For lots of people, it's the mm. first time you can actually afford to go to games. Yeah, being yeah. able to go to games is a much different thing to just being a fan from afar, sort of thing. So that that in the end will often escalate passions and things. But it it just felt like it was an arena which didn't know how to, no, it how was to help their team pull back. It's weird because I've been watching it on the radio. I've been watching it on the radio. <laughs> but I've been... Thanks uh, for it. I've been watching the games but listening on the radio with Hubie um, because it's just it's such a nicer experience than the TV. And um, you can kind of even tell on the radio that it's not as vociferous and sort of noisy as it, it probably would have been sort of five, six years ago. It's, um, it is noticeable. Especially compared to Toronto, because yes. that's more like a football crowd, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what I mean. Well, they're the used to trying to drag their team back into yeah. tighter situations and stuff. They've essentially earned that. They know that, how that works. That Yeah. Mm. It's probably the first time in kind of this, in that game, on that sort of. I know Curry's had a big load to sort of, sort of carry, but he really looked tired. And the Warriors just looked tired and old in that game. It was kind of like, wow, this is. This really looks like it could be the end of this run here. Livingston just looks like he's probably ready to retire. Iggy looked really tired. And just You really felt like, shit, they're fucking, they're done here before, obviously, what happened in game five. And yeah. they just pick and roll the Warriors to death as well. Boogie just got the fucking, I tweeted out, he got the movement of a Dalek. And it's not far off. Do you know what I mean? He just, he hasn't got the foot speed. They were just high pick and rolling him. If it was him, if it wasn't him, it was Boga who, you know, he did yeah. all he can, but they just, Toronto were just getting what they wanted at will um, and have done most of this series, you know what I mean? It's... Boogie's never been the most o- o- on your toes, boy, is no. he? If you know what I mean, he's always been fairly flat-footed yeah. and that no. is just isn't good when you've got... And he just can't set screens on the other end either, do you know what I mean? Like, even Zaza Pachulia, as much as, you know, <laughs> we rank on his dirty... He could, he could set a decent screen and Boga yeah. can and Boogie's... Not really. You can see Stefan Clay really struggle to get open at times because he just doesn't set those hard screens. He's not. He's still not really got into the rhythm of sort of how the Warriors' offense works either. Do you know what I mean? So he's kind of a real minus on both ends in that game. Which at this level, you know, yeah. it's noticeable, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And they just weren't able to go to those sort of small ball lineups without. It's a big uh, ask for to come back. From it so is. Much no, in, you know, it's into not into that. Scenario. It's going to be inconsistent, you know. And he's only been back. What was it? February he came back. Yeah, and then so. out again, and then. Like it's our health's been the main issue, hasn't it? In this, it's yeah. Toronto have just got too much size, and um, well, I think I think Boogie struggle showed in him being dropped for the bench for the start of game five. Yeah, he? I mean, until KD went down, he was he wasn't even in the fucking rotation, was he? And uh, yeah, um, Nick Nurse just he makes great adjustments, doesn't he? You know, he just he just he dared the likes of fucking Higgy and Draymond Green to beat him, and and they just can't they can't do it consistently, can they? And uh, and you would do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. all day long. Focus all day on, long. Uh, all day 
play long. Do it. Do it. You just love your highlight shots, but the, yeah, the, the NBA 10-minute condensed ones aren't, aren't going to show them, them like <laughs> exactly. other five you've clanked for, to get that one. just so much harder for the Warriors to create mismatches with you no know, Durant and the team. and they, you know, It's just so evident in that game when you've just got that other threat of that guy lurking there. Whether it be even like your Harrison Barnes type, just well, someone who's going to be a threat. It doesn't of... matter who KD's on. It's a mismatch. No. Yeah. It does not matter. He's either taller than him or faster than him. I just mean like even... Clay Thompson potentially getting Larry on him with a post and stuff and just being able to just sort of, you know, get something. Um, you just can't do that when there's only two of you on the floor could actually shoot a decent clip. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very difficult. It definitely looked moment, over but... at that point in the series. Um, you found playing a really small violin. If you know what I, mean. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh. I know, but yeah, I've, well, I've been like an idiot. I've been getting up at fucking 2 a.m. and watching these games. Oh. <laughs> I know. What's that? What's that thing that's making me up? <laughs> There's only me and Jeremy who yeah, lives in Brooklyn. And, no. Yeah, even, uh, yeah, you can't be bothered. Uh, right, we'll, um, we'll have a small musical interlude and uh, we'll get on to uh, the fucking mental game five, if you will. Yeah, game five, the Willy Wonty, Willy Wonty. KD was back. He's training. He's, he's, he's training. We've seen it. It's in footage <laughs> live. Live of KD warming up. Um, he's it worked was a, out. It was a crazy start. Yeah, Warriors got to a really hot start. Toronto really hung in there. It was just high-quality basketball. Yeah, around. KD and was on the, for dropping about 80 or something. The best spell of the finals we've probably had, really, because it's not been classic, sort of competitive, has it, really? Uh, no. By any stretch, um, no. Well, both sides are a bit banged up, but that's what you get at yeah. this stage, isn't um, it? Yeah, this is what it's all about. It's all part of the skill set is remaining healthy and whatever. Um, as Cleveland found out in a lot of those finals, you know what I mean? With injuries, um, but yeah, they just seem to have mo- so much more space with Durant, obviously. And he kind of got going quite early. Hit three threes, I think. Um, yeah, three, straight bomb, off the bat, the bomb, Warriors were just going mental from three, and um, yeah, he had that kind of spill where Sergi Barker kind of took his legs away, and uh, even then, I was just like, I, I don't know, it, I just felt like I don't think he's going to see the end of this game. I don't know, I got a really weird feeling that just like this is not going to end well, and you could see he couldn't really push off in the way well for all of that he was moving people. a little gingerly he was gingerly yeah I think that's I the think word I was looking word. for yeah gingerly he didn't really yeah he didn't back his body and whenever you're no. doing anything and you're concentrating on is your body doing if you're if you don't really if a certain percentage of your brain whilst doing anything is distracted with feedback from your limbs then you're not thinking on executing said skills so you're always gonna be sort of diminished a little yeah, I just had a bad feeling about it. And then, um, yeah, obviously the injury happened. And if you've seen the footage, it's quite fucking gruesome. Like, you actually see his leg popping. It's it's pretty bleak. Um, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I don't caught look it at I didn't, I didn't go out searching for it. You know what I mean? What a fucking. Uh, 30 years of skating. That, that I don't look at casualty, leg, leg injuries. <laughs> um, I don't look at leg injuries. 
because yeah, if I'm doing that, I can't skate. If um, my head's filled with potential injuries. Yeah, and the reaction was weird. You obviously you get initially you get the you know the bloke who's had probably four or five too many beers, giving it the old fucking ha uh, uh, you know Nelson Muntz waving vibe. But it quickly fucking turned once the players sort of realised what had happened. It, you know, it, I think the majority of the fans kind of realised, fuck, this is not good. And it's not it's not something to fucking laugh about. Do you know what I mean? It's, every arena's got them, haven't they? You know, the dickheads who. Well, let's be honest. The game, to, to some extent. And this is one of the things that they they sort of have to look at there. Like, if you go to a, a football game for obvious reasons, it's actually quite hard to get pissed. The queues are so long to get drinks that you have to you have to get there, and then you run the risk of being turned away for being too drunk. If you know what I mean. Whereas there, that game very much still exists. On like, come here, give us twenty dollars for yeah, a big yeah, bucket yeah. of beer. Like. You're going to get more and more unsavoury things spilling whilst ever, and you've got to confront. Especially when the cameras are that close to the fans as well, which you don't really get in football, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going to get this sort of... You're going to get this. The one it, it's, pillar. It's, it, it, it's a dickheady reaction. It's a dickish reaction, but it's not much more than that. No, no, you know no. I don't, I don't think it's, it's a big it's, thing about it's it. It's a guy it's who quite rightly saw his team's chances of winning just leap up. To yeah, their first ever and finals. I'm sure the day after he'd be like, and, oh, shit, I looked yeah. up, I made a right knob of myself. Yeah. Maybe you don't, I don't know, who yeah, knows? Maybe yeah, I don't, I don't want to make a big Maybe not, but it. I do think... We've I, all got, every fan base has got them. And, I do know, think, it, along with along with quite a lot of the stuff I've been vocal, I'm always vocal about, that it, it needs to, to validate yourself as a sport, you have to be making the sport the focus and not the selling of concessions sometimes, if you know what I mean. Like, But that's all part of the american sporting experience of as we've found out you know going over there it's not a lot of people there aren't going for the game per se yeah know, they're going for the night out aren't they you know, yes yeah. it's, it's kind of yeah but and, that, and that's and that's what i mean like it's 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 yeah it's odd i mean at least they don't tailgate like in football where that seems to be like endorsed if you know what i mean turn up at door and have a barbecue and get yeah. blathered like yeah, I don't know, and and that, yeah, you're always gonna sort of get that, and that it's about what how the league wants to present itself, and yeah, in football, those people are fucking tiny little dots on any, on just yeah, a tiny exactly. little flash background because the the field is so far away from them, but they're so close now, and cameras are so good. You don't want everyone to be robots, you know. So what I mean? many it's other not... angles that it's, you, you yeah. kind of want that, but you've got to be careful about yeah, what's what's going on in the immediacy. Yeah, boogies, we said. Got thrust into uh, into action. Uh, thrust into action after sat on the bench, and uh, we got the full boogie experience oh, in that game. It. It, was, it was great. It was, I loved it. He, uh, he came and put some points up. Um, boogie came out with some was stones. Involved, was involved in every kind of. He was he was the only one who seemed to grasp the severity of that <laughs> moment, though. Well, they're going to need that from him if they got any chances. Of... But nobody else seemed to grasp the severity yeah, of yeah. that moment. What hung on that moment there? If you know what I mean, or. Maybe everybody else did, and Boogie's the only one with the self confidence and belief to be like, "Cool, this is opportunity for me now." If you know what I mean, like, this is not our chances gone because I can come in now. Whereas everybody we else was ne- maybe... probably never. There's possibly never going to be in that situation again in his career, is there? So you know, just yeah, this is it. You know, come off the hour, come yeah. off the man for nine quick points. Uh, talking about fucking stones and just 
fucking hard. Kevin Looney, by the way, we, broken collarbone, smashed up floor twice in that game and like noticeably proper like wincing and like fuck. That Ended up hurts. sort of leaving the game like that. Like, he was he, he got slammed to the ground like twice in like quick succession and just nobody made a thing out of him. So you could see he was just like fucking in agony. Um, they're talking about he might be back as well for uh, for saying that. You know, talk about Kevin Durant and all, all you want, but that guy's a no in his career. If, if there's anyone yeah. who's got a right to be like, hang on a minute, no, I'm really hurt. It's that guy, and uh, he's just I legitimately just, need a plate here. He's beat out there, just but, yeah. actually chucking himself around. But um, if he can't go, I don't think the Warriors have got a chance in in the next two. But um, yeah, the Warriors obviously up at half time. Kawhi went on that sort of that crazy third quarter, put ten straight in. And they were up by six. And then that last three minutes was just nuts. There was so much going on. Uh... But not on the Toronto offense. No. It was like two minutes, two points in three minutes or something. Yeah, they, they had just a real... ground well, to a halt. Well, there was that timeout, wasn't there, where they were up uh, by six. Mm. That everyone just kind of made a big deal out of, which I don't think particularly. It was just a timeout. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, he was giving these guys a break. And, you know, yeah, he gave, he gave the Warriors a break. But do you use it or lose it? I don't know. It's not. I don't think. I don't think it's fair to criticise Nick Nurse there. I think yeah, no, just... I think it seems massively over-related. It's, it's just... you, you don't think Warriors are just going to come down and nail three fucking ridiculous threes, do you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, well, well, no normal coach thinks like yeah, that. There's a correlation I mean? between like that timeout and seemingly a turning point in the game, yeah. but not necessarily yeah. a causation from that, I would um, say. And then I think a out. lot of it came down to the serving on match point in a Grand Slam final. And if you've never done that, I, yeah. I, I think there were there was two players in that whole Toronto team who had any idea what was going on mm. at that moment. Kyle Lowry certainly seemed to panic. He yeah. chucked, chucked the ball away at one I think, point. I th- yeah. yeah, and the, there were just loads of other people who were like, we're here, we're here. This is it. The and last, the, the last hundred meters. Sort of... And choked. is the only yeah. way to describe um, that. In, like, two points in three minutes. Those three threes were just is a joke. joke. The, the ball movement for that wide... The, Clay, the three Clay got where he pump faked. Yeah, uh, that was absolutely. You, you could put that in slow motion and put some fucking Tchaikovsky or something behind. It. I don't know. It, it seems so crazy weird. though. It because... was like a San Antonio uh, where they beat Miami in the finals. Yeah. Kind of the ball movement was ridiculous, just how it swung and stuff. And Curry hit that ridiculous sort of one off a screen and Clay with that other. It just yeah, just stones. Just well, it, it seems so crazy because. I was shocked that by like when the Raptors, there were footage of a sort of footage of them walking off the court after going up three one in the Oracle, and they're all just like boom, head down like Kawhi. Oh, they were the... super focused. Yeah, 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 yeah like, yeah. and then it just seemed that they got there, and for loads of them, it was yeah, second serve on match point, if you know what I mean, and they just broke on it, like just it didn't. But they're like a Terminator, though. They're, you know, if the Warriors lose this, you, you, you know, you. They could look at himself in the mirror and say, fucking hell, we gave it a go. Do you know what I mean? The, how Draymond got out on that Lowry three-pointer with Gasol basically holding him back was uh, was just not... Apparently, Lowry reckons he got a piece of it. I've, I've not really watched the replays back uh, enough, but um, there was I lots of... I think Lowry's stuff. got a lot invested in that <laughs> yeah. because... <laughs> yeah. Hit the side of the backboard. That came out of... That, I, think, I think that slipped uh, on, on Larry's greasy palms. Yeah, I was, it was draining to watch. Was, I was up till, God knows, five in the morning. Just after I could, like, get to bed just after watching that. I was, like, sat in the kitchen. I had to just fucking, uh, I don't know, have a chill out for ten minutes while birds are cheap and just... Uh, it was fucking nuts. But yeah, it's not really sunk in about the KD injury and just... It didn't really seem that 
serious in the time. Obviously, you get up in the morning, you see the Bob Myers uh, press conference and Curry's welling up after the game and stuff. They obviously realised how bad it was. And... Anything, that, anything that your Achilles at thirty is 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 bad. Yeah. If it's if it's a rupture, uh, it's it's really bad. If if it's if it's a tear, it depends how bad. But from what yeah, I mean, I think he's in New York today or whatever. Having it look, but it looked like a. If he'd have fully snapped, he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have walked no, off the court. No. So well, if, I, don't, if, I don't think it's the way it works. Is it's like a bowstring. If yeah. if, if you're Achilles, and I've seen footage of this happen, it's like before, a massive elastic band, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it coils up and yeah. like it goes all the way up into your hamstring. Like so, the back of your leg is just bulging. It could be like a rips, partial tear then, basically. Rips up through your yeah, knee, yeah, yeah. or a full-on Kobe rupture. Yeah, a Kobe. In which case, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, the knockout effects are absolutely monumental just for the whole league, not just for the Warriors and his career. It's just absolutely changed what's going to happen in the next two to four weeks, hasn't it, with the draft and free agency. And it's just, it's thrown a lot of people's plans out of kilter, I think. Well, there's just so many questions. Like, yeah. the what, what they said it was a calf injury. Was it ever a calf injury? I don't think the two... Had he, had he got a calf injury carrying an Achilles ache? Because... If your ankle isn't moving in the right way, then that is mm. that stress is passed on to other Who muscles. Knows? Is it was it trying to account for a calf injury, which has then done that? Well, it's all the connected. same part of the leg. It's, so there's there's it, probably got to be some crossover, yeah, isn't there? There's obviously I mean? some crossover between all that. So then there's questions of like who decided he was fit to play? Was it him? Was it a thingy? Does this like vindicate Kawhi with the Spurs? Although it seems. A different scenario, like what? What would the Warriors have to lose by by saying he? If you know what I mean, by saying, "Oh yeah, no, you're not fit to play." If if you know what I mean, even if they suspected that, if he was on for another year, doesn't he have a player option? Does he not sign? He that does. Now for right, a year it's to a rehab? thirty-one point five million player option, but I can't see him signing that because some team will offer him like a four or five year deal. Someone like New York, because they... well, does this not increase some teams? Um, chances I don't know some of the fucking stuff on Twitter has just been absolutely I've just over the top Kendrick Perkins the fucking gobshite fucking that he is basically you know I'm a warrior bloody blah, blah blah he was like oh you know the warriors have pressured him to play should never have played and all this it's like hang on I mean, at the end of the day if he didn't want to play he wouldn't have played would he for one so I don't no. believe for a fact he played because they pressured him to play two at the end of the day he's Paid to play basketball pretty handsomely. And the reason he's paid 30-odd million pound a year is because something like this could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This and you can get traded at a fucking minute's notice. So I don't... I don't are we supposed to just, you know, never play it? I don't know. I, I just don't fucking... I'm not buying that. From, from what a, I know... You know, from, from you, you paid know. fucking 100 million pound for a contract because shit like this can happen. Do you know what I mean? It's not... You can't blame the team necessarily. He, he, the guy obviously really likes basketball. There's a championship on the line. Why do you? What's the point of playing the sport if you're not going to want to play in these games? Do you know what I mean? It's like how do you, you can't have it both ways in all ways. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. It's just you, you can't. What people does that? Does someone have to be blamed for this? I don't know. It's just. Everyone has to blame someone, don't they? Maybe it's just a fucking accident. I don't know. Well, the, the thing is, is that it, because. Because it's it's obviously some sort of tear and pull. It's not an impact. It's not like a Paul George 
like or Gordon Haywood. No, it wasn't an accident. No. So so then it means therefore it, it, it as it's attached so close without being a particular expert in those things. I would nobody be able knows. To say. No one can prove but, it. You know what I mean? But it looks like it it could. Yeah, it, it was avoidable. So if it is avoidable, then somebody made a decision somewhere. So then people essentially will always conspiracy theory because if he's already been so vocal about, yes, I'm leaving the Warriors, then the he's Warriors... He's not actually ever have... said that, has he? It's just no, but, all speculation. I mean, the doctor, either way, the Doctor yeah. is at there might not be disinclined to say, yeah, if, if you feel all right, give it a go, mate, if he knows that. But Doctor's take a fucking Hippocratic oath and I think anybody who thinks a doctor of all people would do that is probably but then again look at Michael Jackson's doctor it's, <laughs> it's different isn't it I guess every doctor could have a different opinion it's just good I mean? for it's conspiracy like, theories is, but I'm not saying that necessarily that they aren't unfounded I think when because players move around so much like that that the Warriors had no particular vested interest potentially in him not playing as opposed to protecting, say, an asset that, that was going to be with them for the next no, four but, or five and years. And he knows that. And he knows that going in. Yes. And he signs that contract. Yes. And his agent knows that. Yes. So what I'm trying I to think, say is you can't have it both ways. I, you know I, what I mean? think, I yeah. think KD has shown conclusively he's not one for peer pressure, norms particularly. He'll, uh, he's very, whatever you say about him, he very strong-willed and then will make up his own mind about things. And if he didn't feel like he wanted to play, he wouldn't have played. I think to say he was pressured into it is a disservice to him as a bloke. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's why I got a problem with like, I, I think, what I think, Kendrick Perkins. I think Kevin Durant has, has got to, the you know, stones and, and people like him have saying they pressured him thing. to play. Yeah, so, I, I, I don't buy that. I think bullshit, mate. I, I just think that I think Kevin Durant's man enough to say no. Yeah. If you know what I mean, and he played, you know what I mean, and, and he's like, smart enough he to think risk. about his particular body and know about uh, like it's a calculated gamble, isn't it? Yeah, he, yeah, he rolled the dice and he came up with fucking ones. Unfortunately, yeah. no, it's it's really sad. It's not. It's not. Know, yeah, nobody's. It's good. not good. It's Having not had enough long term lower lower extremity injuries, I hate anybody. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I just don't think you whatever need, it is, that's the sort of shit that's going to ache when you get to your forties, KD. But. <laughs> It is. Yeah, we've probably spent enough time on this um, series. Yeah, it's not been a classic, but yeah, uh, it's just been entertaining, if you will, for all that's been going on. Next on... game tonight? No, it's tomorrow. It's Thursday oh, night. Um, interesting little uh, thing to keep an eye on. Uh, Draymond picked up his sixth technical, which means if he gets one more, he's out of a potential Game 7 should they win. So that's a little tasty morsel. That uh, Can you imagine the fucking meltdown the talking head shows and Twitter's going to go into if that fucking happens <laughs> on Thursday night? So, uh, yeah, one to watch. Last ever game at the Oracle. Can the fans Absolutely. get behind it? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently the uh, rumour is they've got two short and E40 on at half-time, so... That can't get you going, Bay Area uh, folk. Uh, I no, no, well. no, 75% of the people in there know <laughs> too short an E40R would be the question. Possibly not, I don't know. That, that's, They're quite big in the Bay. That's what I'm saying. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you might all be wearing yellow T-shirts or whatever <laughs> that they give you for free, oddly. They, uh, but, yeah, they need a big game. They need Boogie needs to go for like 20 plus and just have a good game at home if they're going to have a chance, really. And Didn't the Warriors shoot something ridiculous like fucking... 52% from three in that game. Getting four. Yeah. Uh, I think the 
Toronto went about eight for thirty two. They're gonna have to do that every both these games. You know, if they're gonna have a fucking prayer really with KD, uh, which seems unlikely. But well, you never know. If, if they you win this, know. who if knows? If they win this one, it's going to be Jesus. If they win this, who knows? And then a lot of it might just, yeah, come down to stones. Who's yeah. Got the, who's got the minerals? Who can yeah. who can hold it? I still think, yeah. Obviously, Toronto massive favourites. Um, and I do think they'll win it. But um, who knows? We shall see. Anything else to add about the Warriors Raptors? No, no, yeah. nothing cool. at all. Really. Well, well um, that one have, yeah, we've enough of that, <laughs> enough of to be that. honest. I'm tired of fucking watching these games twice. I'm re- ready for a fucking holiday. <laughs> just wrap this shit up. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for the draft. I'm, I'm basketball there. Yeah. Right. We'll um. Summer league. We'll have a small break and we'll go. Oh, summer league. Oh, I love Jesus, summer league. That can't come round again already. I love summer league. <laughs> Surely not. Uh, right. We'll be uh, we'll be back in a in a second. bits and bobs housekeeping you see Anthony Davis's uh, agent or him or whatever's come out today and says he's he's just focused on the Knicks or the Lakers yeah as uh, his uh, his destination for him, which basically means the Lakers the Lakers uh, but, uh, he's all about winning though Gavin make, make of that what you will yeah more rich Paul power playing if you will behind the scenes I can't see the Knicks, the Knicks are going to get that one done but um, yeah we'll see the trade talks are going to start ramping up aren't we as we had to uh, the draft next week with him and various others. I see Kyrie Irving, as uh, as was predicted, opted out of his deal with Boston, hasn't he? Uh, so yeah. he's he's. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! I don't. Know, they, I think. Uh, surprise! Surprise! Simmons post uh, tweeted a picture of uh, the. Uh, Oh, well, some sports story in Boston. They got 50% off all the carry jerseys already. So uh, make of that what we will. Um, get more than that. The Brooklyn rumours with him are really strange. Great if you live in Brooklyn and want to go watch the Nets, I guess. But, um, Is it? Do they get better necessarily? I'd rather watch Kyrie than D'Angelo Russell, who I think is massively overrated. But um, but then does know. that stop you seeing Karis LeVert and Benson and Widdy? I don't know. Rondé Hollis. Watch your space, I don't know. I don't see how that works. I think Kemba's a better option for a similar sort of player. For... Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're after particularly. Um, Memphis have got a new coach. Again? Uh, Taylor Jenkins. Another person I've never heard no, of. No, never heard of him, but another one off the uh, from the Spurs system. Uh, Bud Disciple. Only 34. So Only 34. Guy. Spent four years doing the laundry. <laughs> Probably, if you know what I mean. That's what they do. What they do? Kit Manfoot Spurs. Get him in. Get him in. <laughs> Get him in. They've oh. lost a few coaches as well. The uh, Eterio Messina, the uh, Pop's sort of number one assistant, he's gone back to Milan, I think. I, I think we'll probably see Pop over this because he's just signed a new deal, hasn't he? He has, but yeah, I, I don't think know we'll how much see him take more, more, more sort of. If he wants off. to go, he'll go, won't he? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the yeah Spurs losing a lot of a lot of staff. News for uh, wives and girlfriends of the Charlotte Hornets uh, players. Uh, Tony Parker's retired. Uh, after uh, 18 seasons. Uh, Hall of Fame bound, you'd imagine. Um, Hall of Fame bound. Four-time champion, finals MVP, uh, six-time All-Star. Fair few teammates breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah. You was a 
throwaway year last year, wasn't he? He should have gone for yeah, Spurs, it seems. Injury, didn't he? Uh, I think he just wanted to play with Nick Batum, didn't he, for a year or whatever. Uh, his pal. Yeah, Tony, another one gone from the French uh, golden generation, if you will, with Boris. Uh, so we have a look out for him on Boris's yacht. There we go. Uh, catamaran next year. So, uh, yeah. Lock up your daughters. <laughs> uh, did you see the uh, the former Basketball Jones crew? of? Uh, they've got the heave from uh, NBA TV. Have they? The starters, yeah, they've cancelled it, which is odd. I don't know. It's sad. It seemed like it, it wasn't for us, that show. It was kind of, I think, it was more aimed at kids and, and teenagers. But it kind of definitely filled a gap for the Compared to the boring shit they do have on NBA TV most of the day, Isaiah Thomas talking about how bitter he is about Scotty Pippen and whatnot. And, yeah, but um, yeah, I really we used to listen to the Basketball Jones. It was a cracking podcast, but it yes. was uh, yes, I, I think an independent thing. But I think it, I don't know how you feel. It really it kind of lost a bit of its edge when it went on NBA, and I don't think it ever really transferred to TV the same. And I don't know, I, I never really watched it by the first few episodes, but. Um, yeah, a strange one. I don't know. I think it was just really formulaic. Yeah. And then the problem it's is... It's kind of like watching the same episode over and over again, When you're doing the same show yeah, every yeah, yeah. day, every single yeah, day, then yeah. eventually it all just merges into one and yeah. it doesn't really say, uh, I was a big fan of the Basketball Jones. You get it was, stuck into well, we, we both were. We gimmicks. both used to listen to that pod, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. And it was good. And I don't know. They, they kind of just... Obviously, once you get into a sort of corporate environment, you do lose a bit of that sort of creative freedom and stuff. And yeah, like you say, maybe they just... Want to freshen it up a bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I always like, I always thought Lee Ellis knew what he was on about, and uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll find the uh, find a spot somewhere else. But yeah, strange one. I don't quite sure what they're trying to do with NBA TV. Doesn't really. I don't know if it's something you watch. No, not really. It's quite boring. All not of it. really. Do you want some emails before we go? Yeah. Emails. Um, Leon asks, which non-playoff team do you see making the biggest jump next season? Lakers, if AD goes there. Yeah, I guess it depends how this... uh, They're going to get someone, I guess, aren't they? Yeah, Uh, it's hard to see how they aren't the one that make the biggest... Yeah, maybe. The biggest leap, because they were so bad as well. Like, yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? you got to look for somebody who has been... There are some teams who will push on and evolve, like the Kings, but it's not going to be a big yeah. leap. And imagine the Mavericks, if Paul Zingis comes back, anything like, uh, depending on what they do in the summer, they could possibly sort of get in back in the playoff mix. Uh, yeah, you, you they could make a big surprised. leap. But yeah, Sacramento as well. Uh, I don't think, I don't think that, that's going to be like the biggest leap. No, I mean, they kind of made the leap last year, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah they, so, they sort of took their step. Uh, in the East, I'm not sure. Um, I guess it depends who Brooklyn gets and uh, New York, because obviously New York were historically bad last year. Yeah, if they get someone yeah. half decent, they, they should make a pretty good leap, but whether it will be enough for the playoffs. So. Hawks, maybe? Yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks well, they've yeah. just brought in the Alan Crab they got quite a few it, draft so. picks, haven't they? So... Uh, You'd imagine they still have money in it for a couple of not, years, aren't they've they? Not, yeah, they've not sort of got Alan Crabb with the not got, <laughs> with the idea of playing. Yeah, him, you would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I think that's they've not got winning in their schedule for a year no, or two. So, yeah, yeah, definitely the Lakers. Um, 
Kieran, who's a Miami fan, asks, do you see the Heat being very active at all this off-season? Um, it's fascinating. It's going to be tricky. It's going to it, be tricky. It, it's fascinating what's gone on at the... Like, like well, they've just tread water, the, they've the tread water, haven't they, since sort of LeBron left? Really. Yeah, 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 like how long that's lasted for all the talk, for all the low state taxes, how nice South Beach is, how like historically free agents have liked to go there. It, it's it's well, it's starting to get puzzling, to be honest. Well, the minute fucking they sign Sam Whiteside to a near max deal, I, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. It's that seemed like a very sh- silly thing to do. I don't know that anyone else was going to pay him that money. Um, Unless somebody wants it off for some picks. Yeah. But then the, the, they never seem to be bad enough to really warrant high enough picks. The thing is, they're always big game hunting, aren't they? And Riley's probably, it's got to be winding down there now. So you never say, but they haven't really got anyone who's tradable, who's on a good contract. So you're probably more looking like next summer when I think their three highest earners come off the books. Yeah. They've got... Uh, Whiteside, Anderson and Dragic all come off the books in 2020 so sadly for them all the free agents they look like they're going to get signed this year so they could be sort of well, people might be on one and done so. they could be like well yeah but looking at the guys who can sort of opt in for this year and yeah. Be, yeah I don't know It's they could be looking at fucking signing like Draymond Green and Karis Lavera or something do you know what I mean and end up with those second sort of tier free agents who someone doesn't want to pay I don't know yeah they seem to have Got their timing. Timing massively wrong, yeah. Um, somebody's somebody's fucked off on that Excel spreadsheet yeah. in 2014. Maybe, yeah. Really badly in terms of contract limbs. Yeah, so kind of going to depend on who moves where this year and uh, who picks up options, really. So um, I don't see them being massively active this off-season, really. Fortunately, no. No. Uh, so... Sorry, Kieran. I think he's missing a decent Miami. But so. they could have a mass. They, they could have like seventy million in cap space next season. Though, yeah. But again, it's who you're going to sign. If who, who you're necessarily you know, going to have you, to throw that massively, at. you might be looking at overpaying again uh, for someone. But uh, yeah, we shall see. Uh, Marcus asks, "What are the odds the Lakers trade their number four pick in next week's draft?" Fucking massive if they were. Yeah, any I'd, hopes of getting. I'd imagine it's probably sixty, seventy percent. Um, they're going, think, to, they're going to be in for AD, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there a thing with Griffith saying that he doesn't see a possible like two-team solution? Yeah, the, multiple prob- teams. probably looking at a third team. So he's looking at cause... getting that Lakers pick and then flipping that Lakers pick for something else. Yeah, I don't think they really fancy the players the Lakers are offering, do they? Uh, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah, then... I don't think they have from the start. And no. I think that's how that works. You can't yeah. you can't shop your whole team. I think we could see then, Lonzo Ball go, on hey, a new team. Hey, but we really value them. Yeah, I think we could see Lonzo Ball on a new team come next season. And I think that'd be a good thing for him, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I think this LA thing hasn't really worked. No. Yep, the spotlight is too much, I think, particularly if he could move somewhere away from the family and that, and he could move away from yeah, all that just extra really, stuff yeah. around that and just focus on the basketball. He might learn to shoot. I think, yeah, he's had a, he's been put in a tough spot. A really tough his spot. His fucking father's doing, basically. And yeah, yeah. Combination of him and Magic Johnson being a fucking terrible yeah. <laughs> basketball executive. Yeah, well, people just wanted to load yeah. expectation on him. There's yeah. still all these people saying, I believe he'll be a Hall of Fame player. And yeah, it's like, what, what were you basing that on? Yeah. Some videos his dad put on YouTube because yeah. he, before he went to college for 28 games or something. Like, yeah. what? I don't... Mm. So people, yeah, they invest all that stuff on him and then yeah. they've got to keep Next it Next two weeks is going to be fascinating for the draft and stuff. It really is. Uh, we might have to get to Jeremy along to the the Barclays Centre next week in some capacity. 
uh, to be Johnny on the spot. Uh, Leonard asks, Leonard, how many Leonards nowadays? Maybe he's a Kawhi fan. Uh, Leonard asks, has Boogie Cousins helped or hindered his free agency value with this spell on the Warriors? Uh, he's not looked great at times. But he's not looked great at times. But still the sort of comeback from the injury. Would I mean. he have looked better doing it for the Magic? Yeah. Or the I mean, Pelicans? Or, it could be, you know, or anybody he, else, if you know what I mean? Like, he's been thrust in at the highest level. This is the thing. And the, mag- the playoffs magnify everything we kind of talked about earlier in the pod about, you know, yeah. it highlights all your weaknesses because, you know, I've talked about how he doesn't set good screens and stuff like that. So... I don't think he's necessarily harmed if, his value because I don't. I don't think his value was. I don't think anyone's going to give him the max anyway. If he you? has a quick pop, pop nine points like that in the next two games and the mm. Warriors win, would a Boogie Cousins Finals MVP shout be outlandish? If yes, you know what I mean. Fucking massively outlandish. Would it? Yeah. Would it? Steph Curry's winning the MVP what? if the Warriors win. But I mean, if like he's averaging like thirty-five a mo- game, pivotal moments, no, isn't it? Look what not, Iggy contributed. It's not That's not happening. What Iggy contributed, That's not... but what I'm saying is you don't you don't necessarily know what, whether no. it's going to harm or hinder him. His I, value at this I, point, I think it hinders him for. I think the NBA has changed massively in the last two or three years to the point where I don't think team. I think teams have wisened up to giving, like we've just been talking about with Miami to an extent, giving a center who's not sort of unless it's Anthony Davis sort of level talent, giving him. A massive percentage of your salary cap is just not a very smart thing to do, and I think teams are finding this out. And I think Orlando are going to sort of possibly find this out when it comes to <laughs> negotiating with Nikola Vucevic. I think he could be for shock there, unless I'm completely wrong, and they value what he does more than I do. But I just, I just don't. Unless it's sort of Joel Embiid, I don't, I don't think. I think, think tying even Joel Embiid tying yourself in for sort of that 30, 25, 30 million a year to a centre is just, it's a garden wings league now. I don't know. It's... I think the pace of the game has got in terms of what it's used to be in the last 20 years. It's It's got frighteningly fast. Yeah. And for all the talk of athletes, I think the game is now, incredibly punishing on dudes once you get over about six 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 seven yeah well, well no, I, I, maybe I know, six, no, eight, six up to six nine yeah. like up to six six eight six nine you get dudes who are genuine athletes who would yeah, be... i mean yanis is still a proper athlete isn't he Even yeah he's but like, he is he is freakish in yeah, that yeah. he is so like ad like in, in mm. that he they are so light yeah. on their feet and yeah. coordinate once you get to seven foot plus it gets really punishing mm. because you're expected to be sprinting but also so i can't see joel and bead's career lasting like also they, they, they mess up they mess up like mm. if it's sprinting like then you focus in on two or three particular meets in the space of a month if you know when I mean, your whole year is geared up towards your physical fitness peaking at that particular yeah, yeah. point but with any season-based sport like that they expect you to be in peak physical condition from day one or else like james harden they're getting abused for not being in peak physical because it matters in november and not what sort of condition you're in it's just hard to do when you're boogie cousin size you can't do do that no one can do that for nine months and not sustain like serious injury you can't have your body running at 100 percent 
for nine months of the year. It doesn't work that no. way. We don't work that way as humans. No. You can't be that focused for that long. Which kind of comes back to my point. Why would you give all that money to someone who's... Yeah, so yeah, but centers, I think, are thingy. So I, I don't think the spell on the Warriors has necessarily harmed his free agency. I think the evolution of the game has probably yeah. harmed his free agency. Yeah. But I'm he's seeing... a big man who can stroke a free, so he's his primed position for anybody, really. Yeah, well, he can have a threat of stroking a three, but yeah, um, I know what you mean. Um, he'll take one, though. He will take one, which he is will half take the one, thing, isn't Which it? is and half the thing. Respect that. Um, Question for you, Gav, here. Mark asks, how do the Blazers get better in the off-season? More shooting, possibly. That's probably... And just more sort of defensive help. It's always morsels, isn't it? It's always morsels with... Because, yeah, I mean, it's one of those. Are are they stuck with (coughs) Evan Turner's contract or did they give Evan Turner that contract to get them to the... To the finals, to the Western finals, if you know what I mean. But they're still kind of bound a bit. They are. There's still some cap issues. At least another year or so. There's still ownership uncertainty. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. Paul Allen was never afraid to pay a bit no, of tax. ever. No. But does all Shay know what he's playing with? Mm. Is all Shay necessarily a great GM with his hands are a bit more restricted? Mm. Um, it, it's difficult to see, but uh, yeah. I mean, internal improvement for Nurkic and how quick he can get back and stuff. And truth is, it's probably power forward. Yeah. It's power forward and a true sort of shooting guard. And Aminu's a free agent, isn't he? So yes. Whether they can yes, bring and him back, and he essentially became unplayable towards. Yeah. He didn't have the best of playoffs. No, but he's still a, a player who he's will be. In, he will be in demand around the yeah. league because players of his skill set. You know, not plentiful, so he will demand some sort of free agents offers. You know what I mean? He will, there'll be teams who'll be looking at him like, yeah, somebody. So, I think somebody will make him an yeah. offer bigger than. I'm surprised if I see him back on Dallas or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's teams are familiar with again. him. So. Yeah, yeah, he ab- absolutely ticks the boxes. The kind of player they like, doesn't he? So, yeah. So I, I the Rockets think that's, another um, one. Who, yeah, it's just a, a, essentially a power forward, I think. But how do you? That's. That's yeah. the rarest position in the fucking game now. Especially one who doesn't need to touch the ball a great deal. You know, you're not looking to get the likes of Marcus Aldridge back in there. He's not the kind of player you want. No, is he? But, um, no. Yeah. But even then, you power forwards need mm. to be able to stretch out. You like, well, this is it. How it's... do you get Hal Al Orford? If you know, I mean, how do you get you Al Orford? Or Zach Collins can train on and kind of, you know, just more of a center. I think yeah. more of a yeah. center because he he's he's quite live and fast. He, like he can hang at that pace. Myers Leonard having that big game in the uh, playoffs seems like a fucking lifetime ago already. To, to be honest, it's <laughs> as much he's another one on a big deal for not really. Oh no, that his much. contracts are if they can a disaster, if they can really. shift Myers Leonard. Yeah, I'd then, fucking uh, get my I'll, I'll get my out sign Wally's window <laughs> if they shift yeah. Myers Leonard. Yeah, I, I think somehow if, uh, if you could keep Rodney Hood, that'd be really Rodders, good. Yeah. Because... Again, another guy is probably going to have uh, offers elsewhere. We shall see. Um, yeah, I think that's it for the emails. Thanks, as always, for your questions. If you want to email the show, email at pickandrolluk.com uh, or hit us on the social media, on the YouTube channel, which is going nuts. Thanks for all the love on there or uh, on the Instagram uh, in all the usual places. Anything to add before we go, Gav? No, no, just, yeah, looking forward to Game the draft. Game six on 
sorry, game, yeah, game six Thursday night. And I've moved on. I've moved on from these finals. I don't care either way. Yeah, yeah, what sorts could I, happen? I just, yeah, I think it must have been disappointing. I would have liked to have seen the the, the Toronto Raptors unused yeah. like skiing goggles. Yeah. That they that they blatantly because that's it now, isn't it? You gotta have your ski goggles ready for champagne. Absolutely. So, uh, um, so the unused ski goggles. The story of the un like who yeah. buys them, who brings them. Do you do you move them away before they get back to the dressing room they again? Got someone in charge of that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a job, though, isn't it? That's yeah. a job. Possibly Sunday night, I guess. Is it? It's two days, isn't it? So maybe Thursday, Sunday night if needed. Friday, back Saturday, in Toronto. Um, Sunday. Maybe Sunday night in Toronto. We just like to add Mike Tuck, who's been a regular guest uh, with us since Christmas. Uh, I don't if you, if you follow Mike on social media and stuff, you'll know. Uh, sadly, his mum passed away um, a month or so ago. We just like to send our love out to Mike and um, and all the family, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll have him back here soon. And Toronto will, uh, will deliver a championship as a Toronto native. He grew up a big Raptors fan and um, loved to all the Tucks. And um, we'll see you next week for the draft. For the draft. Peace out. Check this, I reminisce for a spell as y'all say think back 22 years ago to keep it on track The birth of a child on the 8th of October A toast, but my granddaddy came sober Count all the fingers and the toes Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows 18 years younger than my mama But I really got beatings cause the girl loved drama In single parenthood, there I stood By the time she was 21, had another one This one's a girl, let's name a fam Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn Irresponsible, plain not thinking yeah. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking uh-huh. Still he won't down, you would tear out your hide right. On your side, while the baby make a slide. slide But mama got wise to the game uh. The youngest of five kids, hun, here it is yeah. After ten years without no spouse yeah. Mama's getting married in the house Word. Listen, positive over negative For the woman a master uh-huh. the queen's rise in the chapter